Trends Day. Beautiful. It's Trends Day Wednesday. It is. We're making this a thing. Uh, we are making that a thing. And it's especially a thing today because unless you're interested in getting action on Dodgers Padres, which, to be honest, that's fun. I might. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm in on that already. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's not much to talk about. So, you know, a lot of these time, a lot of these shows are about us giving our picks. Yeah. This show is going to be more informational. We're trying to find ways to make money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what we're all doing in this That's life, right. in most scenarios. That's true. And you, my friend, are good at mining trends and well. mining other places that mine trends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a little journalis- journalistic work, you know? Yeah. Do, do a little research. Yeah. A little research, a little, a little dive in. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk a lot about what trends we're following and what trends we might be trying to profit off of this weekend. Yes. First, we must revisit <laughs> a tough night last night, at least until the end of the night. Yeah. yeah. Andre. Tough night on record, for sure. Yes. Uh, you... Made 13 bets, 14. Yeah, yeah. 14 <laughs> bets <clears throat> on the NHL draft. Yep, yep. How'd you do? Three and 10. <sighs> um, I went in real hard. Three and 11? Yeah, three and 11. <laughs> <laughs> no, four and 11. Four and 11. Four and 11. And yeah, I, <clears throat> I went in really hard on this goalie Askarov to go in the top 10. Line was set at 10 and a half. Of course, he goes 11th overall. Um, with some teams in that like seven to nine range being mocked a bit for passing on him because he is such a phenomenal talent. Classic. Um, and yeah, then we needed si- seven defensemen to go in round one and six went. And from the Avs pick at 25 till the final pick at 31, we, uh, you know, we were really paying attention to that and it did not work out. It was very, very sad. Shout out to the Avs for trying to help us. Yeah. yeah. Um, Great pick. Great pick. Yeah. Well, we won't get into that. I don't think the people Great came draft. here for any. Love it. They got a speed guy. Two couple speed guys. Lots, that's what gets me going. Lots of speed, baby. Um, That's like, I feel like every team should be doing that. But, you know, different strokes for different folks. No doubt. So I only got, got in on three of those. Unfortunately, zero of them were the four that you won. So I went 0-3. Yeah. yeah. And I did what betters do. I looked for a way to get back in the game. So there's one that we've been going to religiously, mm. a well that we've been hitting. And I believe, not to, uh, to uh, give away the ending of this story, but I believe it's now hit in five of six games. Wow. wow, wow, wow. Uh, if not more. So I turned to you and Henry oh, yeah. about two minutes before tip off and say, guys going in two units on Anthony Davis under nine and a half rebounds. And both of you, like the loyal soldiers that you are, didn't even question it. Followed me into battle. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I needed, I needed a rallying cry and you were there. (laughs) You were there to pick me up and say, come on, we can do this. We We can salvage this. And boy, did we ever. So, it's not looking good. No, it was looking AD terrible. AD has four rebounds in the first quarter and six at the half. Yeah. So we're not on pace. 
oh, we're not on pace. But not sunken. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. Then, in a 20-second stretch in the third quarter, mm. he gets three in a row, which would have got him to nine. But on And this was literally three consecutive possessions. We went from six to seven to eight, and then nine. But, but... This is huge. This is this is everything. <laughs> yeah. On the ninth, or the would-be ninth, mm-hmm. they call a loose ball foul on the Heat. And, you know, it made a lot of sense to me after I did the math in my head. If the foul was when the ball was loose, there's the no rebound. rebound. Wasn't had. The rebound wasn't had. So, rebound scratch. Still at eight. But we are nowhere near out of the woods. Oh, yeah. We still have a whole quarter to play. Third quarter ends. I tell you, I need to get out of here. Yeah, it's not happening. He, he, it was I, dead. I've lost too much already <laughs> today. I need to get out of here. So two minutes into the fourth quarter, no rebounds. Three minutes into the fourth quarter, no rebounds. Eight Potential minutes. injury. Uh, an at injury one point in with this like stretch. eight, yes. yeah, five minutes left. Yep. Um, stays in. We're down to under two minutes, still at eight. And Incredible. then he gets one. And my heart couldn't – I was not in a position to withstand the next 90 seconds of the game after that. It might have even been less than that. felt like an eternity. Yeah. And it really did. And every missed shot is a straight-up dagger. Oh, and I'm just, like, in the bar, the only person invested in this game because it's now in 10. So it was one screen in the corner of the bar. Right. Because everyone else has dialed into the NHL draft. You yep. know how we are. It's the DMVR bar. So then Hero – makes that shot and I just know it's over and it was like one rebound in the fourth quarter for us to cover. No wait, there's a key possession here. Oh, am I missing? Jimmy oh, on the yeah, final you possession. Te- you were big on this one. Um AD guards Jimmy Butler out on the perimeter and I think just about every other big man that's not AD or maybe Bam Adebayo can't block his shot. But their length is enough to make Jimmy miss the re- miss the shot and get the rebound. AD's so good defensively, he blocks the shot, so a rebound's never in play, and that's it. Game over. I was curious what would have happened if he got the block and then got the ball. Would that be considered a rebound? He did, and no. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean. Crazy. Crazy cover of the year for us. Yeah. Everyone else is we worried about the 7.5 that Tyler Hero covered with that three. Which at the was end. also dope. Legendary. Yeah. Uh, but I was I was all about the nine nine and a half and uh, shout out to AD for being seven foot tall with like a seven five wingspan and not grabbing rebounds. Just standing out in the corner shooting threes. Yeah, God. crazy, terrible. Uh, okay, we're gonna Oof. talk about trends here in a second, but first a shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook where we get in on all this action, uh, where you can be invested in a ten point game with a minute left because of a rebound it's one hell of a rush let me tell you and you can only get in on that rush at least the best way to get in on it is at DraftKings Sportsbook when you sign up at DraftKings Sportsbook and use the code DNVR you can get a sign up bonus up to a thousand dollars that's right sign up bonus up to a thousand dollars when you use that code DNVR you can get in on this week's can't miss promo for new players which is bet one dollar win a hundred dollars on any NFL team if you get the pick right you're going to win $100. That's insane odds. This is the week to do that. The and, spreads are massive. So. And this is the week to do it. A lot of heavy favorites. Free money. Yeah. Uh, so get in on that. 
Head over to DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR. Of course, you must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. The deposit bonus requires a 25x playthrough and restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, make sure you call 1-800-522-4700. There are people that are willing to help. All right, Dre. Okay. It's Trends Day. Yeah, we've got big lines coming in. So where I started with my research and trying to mind these trends is, are we seeing a larger margin of victory or a larger margin of defeat so far in 2020? And compared to the numbers in 2019, there is a greater gap. There is more of a haves and a haves not. And maybe that comes down to how offenses have been maximized. Defenses have been nullified a little. This year, we have eight teams winning by an average margin of victory of over a touchdown. We only had six such teams in 2019. And the same thing is happening with losing margins. Six teams in 2020 are losing by an average margin of a touchdown or more. Only four such teams last year. It's a difference, but it's not so significant for the lines to go completely whack this week but 14 teams when you add those together are in this wide margin that's half the league and what's weird is this week it's a lot of teams from the top and the bottom and the bottom facing against against each other and yeah that makes it kind of interesting i mean we can see right here and see there are some teams that were winning by a slim margin of victory in 2019, like the Green Bay Packers, who are leading the league in margin of victory now. Uh, the Chiefs have kept it up. The Colts, insanely enough, are winning by 11.8 points per game. You wouldn't think because they barely score 20 points every game, but they're only allowing like 10. Crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. The Patriots, on the other hand, one of those large margin of victory teams that's dropped a bit. Insanely, the Niners have stayed right around that that threshold as far as the have nots we've really seen houston join that club houston always had a negative margin of victory that isn't so unusual uh but they are now third worst in the league so that's a a couple trends to mind and then i went back to the well on my over under if you saw us on the tailgate sunday mornings i would say you need to check that out my hot take (laughs) trust me of the morning trust us on this one you want to watch that show truly um, my hot take was that the overs, while Vegas had adjusted, the overs were still going to hit nicely. They'd hit 10 in, at a 10-6 and six, uh, margin in week three, 835 points scored, average of 52 points per game with four games over 60 points. Wow. And there was Did a big adjustment. Did you ever put together that uh, round-robin parlay with all the overs you were talking about? <laughs> so in that same span... I put in parlays on tennis, soccer abroad, college football, like five different variations of college football parlays. And for some reason, I don't put in a round robin parlay on the eight overs that I gave out on air. Those go five, one, and two. We have two pushes, one defeat, five W's. Would have been very profitable. Mm -hmm. Uh, The overs were hitting at a plus 39 clip. And, you know, the, the eight picks I gave out were just money. Um, and, yeah, I didn't do it. I mean, I even I said it to so you, like, like, right now, to your face. in fairness, the show did go late. I know. This you, is kind of a thing for us. You this gotta, is a bit of a problem. No, you got to get your picks in on the show. It's okay. It's part of. It's all part of the gig. Yeah, I, I also 
I'm always the one who takes it too seriously. I should just do that. <laughs> I also, you know, we, we usually show up 30 minutes before the show. I make it part of my pre-show routine to make sure my picks are locked in. Right. That's not, that's not bad. Yeah. yeah I was actually doing this, this very same research. The bar uh, is empty. You just find yourself a table alone, away from everyone else, get in the zone, lock in, get your picks in. So it, my picks killed. The theory was still valid, but overall there was a drop off in the overs with Vegas adjusting the overs in general hit in an eight, five and two clip. And actually, the early games, the overs murdered. The later games, the overs kind of went to sleep. Okay. And this is one we're monitoring because we want to be on the cusp here. Right, right. right. You don't want to miss the You don't want to miss the adjustment and being able to hammer it. And from ESPN, the average over-under from last week, week four, was right around an average of 50. That was the highest average weekly over under in the past 35 seasons whoa with the highest being 48.89 in week 11 of 2018 and when you think about that you you think when i go through the 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 spread each week the uh why am i forgetting the term here uh this the over under no when you when you're just going through the batch of oh the the sheet the slate slate, yes there we go Uh, i couldn't find the word the slate (laughs) when you're going through the slate you almost never, like in the NFL, they're almost always in the 40s. Always. 44, 45, always. 46, 42, 41. Uh, when it drops into the 30s, that means two teams that suck. And when it pops up into the 50s, it's two electric offenses. Right. The fact that the average was 50 shows you Massive. there was an adjustment. Massive adjustment. And it still hit at an 8-5-2 and two clip. Um, and now... The average is 49.86, so this is going to be back-to-back record over-unders for how high that number is set. Um, so, yeah, and, you know, eight games had totals in the, 50, uh, in the 50s, and this was in week four. We have six such games this week. Six games in the 50s. Mm-hmm. And we could go through them. We have Jaguars-Texans, 54. Under. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. That's a nice adjustment line. We then have Panthers Falcons under 54 and a half. That one I felt like might be one of the nice overs. Falcons allowing second most points to of any team in the league over 35 per game. Okay, fine. Cowboys are worse. I'm not I'm not as sold on that one. Giants Cowboys 54. I had Rams Giants. That was my one L where the over didn't hit. And it's because the Giants could only put up nine points. And that's exactly my fear with this one. Absolutely. I don't care how bad the Cowboys defense is. If you have no talent, you have no talent. Right. And the Cowboys defense has a lot of talent. It do- Right. On paper, it does. Yeah. Yes. And it's so easy to beat the Giants. Just blitz them. Yeah. They can't do anything. So that's another under 54. You're getting baited. Yep. So our, where we're trending here on Trends Day is... This might be the week. This is the week. I think this is the week. Also because this is the week where we have a lot of games like Rams-Giants last week, where the spread is massive. It's going to be a team getting blown out 30-10. to 10. It's what happened in Chiefs-Patriots. Uh, mm-hmm. 48 and a half, right? I said, no, the under with Brian Hoyer, no way that hits. And even with the pick six, as hard as the Patriots quarterbacks tried to get the Chiefs to put up more points... That missed by, like, 18. Yep. How do you feel about betting unders, like, as a viewer experience in, in the NFL? Because I think it's really important to uh, 
to mention that. In the NFL, it's different. In in college football, I, I truly hate myself sometimes. There's so many mistakes. Oh, That's what gets you in college football. It, it's college football, so typically there is a receiver open almost every play. Yes. And to see that as a viewer who has money on it, it's it's infuriating. But in the NFL, I think unders are kind of fun. Can be. They're a bit brutal this season. Oh, totally. A bit brutal. I mean, I, the one under I had going into the week was uh, Chargers against Tampa Bay. 42 and a half that was set. He scored 69 points in that one, bro. So I think the strategy here, and I talked about this on uh, the DNVR Broncos podcast this morning. This, the quarterback play in this season, Andre, I think is the best I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, because defenses aren't as good. No home field, you know? I, I don't know what it is, but Aaron Rodgers, Russell yeah, Wilson, right. Patrick Mahomes, right. Lamar Jackson. Um, you start going down the list. Dak Prescott is on yeah. a tear. Yeah, You just start going through all these guys, and it's like, man, all these guys are just playing so well. That's Tom Brady true. is playing really Kyler's well still. Kyler's looked really Kyler good Kyler has had his moment. It's like... Man, oh, Josh Allen. <laughs> so that's the thing that scares me a little bit. I wonder if there's a place where you can go and just say avoid these eight quarterbacks in under games uh, unless mm. they're matched up against these eight quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, and then you wonder, with this being an odd season, like we were talking with Brandon watching the Monday night game, and he was talking about how the Chiefs had just – um, in, installed their real offense this week, mm -hmm. week four. I think that's happening on a lot of NFL teams, and it's not just happening on offense. It's happening on defense too. Yeah. And how are we going to adjust? I'm. Yeah, it's uh, – and there is something to the quarterback play though. I, I do think you're on to something there because with all the injuries affecting, you know, wide receiving cores, O-lines, defenses – if your starting quarterback's in and he's hot, that makes all the difference in the world. It might be something to look into for Trends Day next week is what quarterbacks are mm. forcing overs and what quarterbacks are forcing unders. I like that. So we've now we're two and one on wanting to go with the unders on these adjusted. We've got on the 50 two plus. more. Yep, on the 50 plus. Vikings at Seahawks, 57 and a half. You say under. That's the one that's tempting, though. No, because not to the me. Seahawks are just in all these high-scoring games. I know, but fifty-seven points. Kirk Cousins has to really hold up his end of the bargain there. And this is classic. Like, I, I could see myself being wrong, because I'm so anti-Kirk Cousins that sometimes I'm just blown away when he has good games. Um, but he doesn't have very many of them to speak of this year. Yeah. I I'm do wonder if like, like a, Dalvin Cook kind of runs wild on him, and this is a closer game. So you can like this game can go thirty-one twenty-three, and you cover comfortably. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Man, I don't know. I know it's asking a lot. The Seahawks love a good methodical drive, and they can take a lot of time off. I just don't know if the Vikings are going to have enough possessions to be able to hold up their end of the bargain. You've talked me into the under. Thank You've you. talked me into the under. Gary Kubiak is the coordinator. He's going into Seattle against this explosive offense. Him and Zim, he's saying, Gary, we need to run the ball 35 times. Oh, yeah. You need to keep my defense off the field because Russ is otherworldly this year. We truly don't have answers for him. So you got to pound the rock with Dalvin Cook all day long. 
And Gary's saying, I thought you'd never ask. Yeah. So, yeah, that's an under right there. Okay, final. Chargers at Saints, 51 and a half. And again, the Chargers are, they're a tricky one because with Herbert, all of a sudden they, they can't score enough points. Yeah. It's crazy. Herbert's first start, you know, they scored 17 points against the Chiefs. Oh, he that was a start. You're right. You're yep. right. No, yeah, it was. Yeah, it I, was. I keep thinking he was thrown in mid-game, but right, no, 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 he started that. He started the game. They score 17 points. And then the next week they go and he scores 31. So he's a little bit, you know, if we were doing the quarterback trends, we wouldn't know yet on him. Yeah. The thing I will say is that, you know, Tampa Bay, who just went and scored 38 last week, scored, what, 14 or 17 against this Saints defense? Yeah. But on the same hand, the Raiders absolutely took it to the Saints defense. But, you know, the, the Chargers don't have Darren Waller. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like I... Well, not Waller. That's the Raiders. That's what I'm saying. They don't have Darren oh. Waller. Darren Waller yeah, is the yeah, reason yeah. why the Raiders were able to, you know, carve up the Saints. Sure, sure. Yeah, you're right. It's tough. I, I think I lean under again. I think so, too. The thing is, can the Chargers tackle Alvin Kamara? Why can't people tackle Alvin Kamara? I don't know. He's Reggie Bush, circa USC mid-2000s now. What percentage of running backs in the league are guys who were underused at Alabama? They're all over the place. Oh, that's a decent amount. It's crazy. Yeah. Like Josh Jacobs, Alvin Kamara. I know there's more out there. Um, I mean, Derrick Henry, technically, in wasn't, some way. Isn't the uh, – I'm blanking on his name for the Packers – Aaron Jones? Is he an Alabama kid? No, I don't think Okay. He might be a UAB kid. Maybe. Oh, man. Maybe he transferred from Alabama man. to UAB because they wouldn't give him the damn rock. Wouldn't put it past him, honestly. Alabama. He went to Texas. Okay. Did he? Okay. Texas. Um, I think, I think I'm, I'm an under guy this week. I think so, too. Huh. Feels dangerous. By the way, re-watching um, those shows, boy, I'm lapping you guys with my hot takes. Time to step it up. Listen. Uh, one of your guys, you and Hank went in together uh -huh. on a Jeff Driscoll will outduel Tom Brady take. <laughs> That's the hottest take ever. Jeff Driscoll didn't end that game. That's the hottest take ever. He outdueled his own offensive line. That should have been the hot You're take. You're trying to have right takes. <laughs> yes. I I'm trying to have hot takes. <laughs> But there's a isn't there a fine line between hot and hot garbage? That one was hot garbage. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. As long as we agree on but that. But sometimes you gotta dance on the cliff. Yeah. That's yeah, true. It's true. Um the my final trend, and it's not an NFL trend, but I think we all need to hear this. I certainly do. Um I, I've had this feeling because I have one money on uh you know, the Florida Marlins in the playoffs. Oh, we're talking and, about the MLB now. And the A's. And, you know, the, the Houston Astros have actually been dogs in a lot of these games. And they're going far. So I thought, man, it, it, it's felt like underdogs have been profitable. They're certainly my, uh, you know, my, my deposit slip on the DraftKings Sportsbook app would suggest otherwise. Um, and sadly, the data would suggest otherwise as well. The underdogs in the MLB playoffs, only 7-17 and 17 
for a minus 737 units. Favorites, 17 and 7, plus 435 units. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if the favorites are covering. Yeah. Or if these are one-run games. I don't feel like a lot of them are one-run games. No. So you might have a lot more units, probably closer to 10 units if you were taking those spreads. Yeah. Um, The other thing about those dogs is I look at your data here. The highest dog there is 172. Yeah. And then after that, there's nothing above 149. No plus 200. And speaking of plus 200, I think I'm glad, you know, you said everyone needs to hear this. I think I needed to hear this because I was going to bet on the Padres. Oh, they just dropped to what 195 from 200. Ooh. But still, that would be the biggest upset of the entire playoffs so far if they win tonight. Right. Puts things in perspective there, yeah. But you want to be the per- – hey, how about your A's? Um, I know. Hank, touch wood. Yeah. Um, but tell the people, 20% profit boost now for four-leg parlays in the MLB. Right. So now as you go hunting on the favorites or the spreads – you know what way to lean and you can boost it because you're giving up a little value because the favorites is what's hitting. I couldn't tell you the last time I hit a four-leg parlay. I don't hit parlays. Week and a half ago for me. And it's what's led to this horrendous slide. Yeah. Horrendous. Every parlay win for me is followed by about 20 losses. It's true. It's It gives me... I mean... That's what parlays do. You keep going back to the well... You realize that you, that just means you're hitting one out of every 20 parlays. <laughs> and you're probably putting together plus 2,000 parlays, and that's exactly what's supposed to happen. Yeah, actually, as long as I'm at that hit rate, I'm basically reaching profitability. No. <laughs> not how that that's works. That's not what you're saying. You're not encouraging my use of parlays. And no, I'm oh, trying geez. to discourage everyone from using parlays. Uh-huh. Um, that's sad. Oh, gosh, I, I want to be on the right side of it when Kershaw melts down. Bro, nothing would make me happier than profiting off a Kershaw meltdown in the playoffs. And then he had a historic outing in this last game. I know. God, that upset me. But, like, Slam Diego, hang a couple sliders. You're in trouble. Where are these games being played? How did I miss this? How did I turn into to tune into a game yesterday where neither team was the home team? I had no idea that was happening. Really? Yeah. Wow. Astros and A's playing Dodgers. I didn't realize it's that. It's so weird. That's insane. I like turned on a game they were playing at Minute Maid and neither team was <laughs> Houston. And I was like, what is? what am I looking at here? Now, we said we didn't have picks, but our final trend is actually some suggested picks. Oh, okay. And this is uh, from our good friends at Action Network who... Uh, they really are our good friends. They are. Even though we've never talked That's to right, anyone from there. <laughs> um, you've got my number. They give out different betting systems. It's almost like a, I have a Roth IRA, and you can pick more aggressive, less aggressive. Oh. What kind of systems do you want to go after? This is basically the same thing. Where are you at on the Roth IRA? <laughs> a very, very my, my aggressive Roth IRA has been doing very well. <laughs> Some would say that's what I should be putting my money in and not these bets, but... I digress. That person would be wrong. That person would be It incorrect. sounds like a conversation I would have with my neighbor uh, who we talk about <laughs> lawn care together. 
you know, I'm, I'm walking to work. I see him out there. He's like, hey, how's the lawn doing? I'm You're like, it's coming along. Slowly but surely, he's like, oh, that Black & Decker treating you well? I'm like, yeah, it is. Anyways, then I feel like next time I'm going to ask him if he's going with the aggressive or um, conservative Roth IRS. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. I went aggressive as a gambler will, and it's been very nice for me. Another system, though, from a um, gambling perspective on sports, that is, is this windy unders. Wonders, if you will. Well, I mean, a action. If you want these kind of names, you know, find us, find us. Our DMs are open. Um, this, the record on the windy under, 527 and 398. 14 Jesus. pushes. That's a 57% win percentage. Doesn't the win percentage make it seem way less exciting? It does. Return on investment of 11%. Still doesn't feel as good as 527, I know. 398, and 14. And we, lucky people, have three such games that, that like are a weekend record for you. What? A weekend betting record for yeah, you is yeah. 527, 3 to 88. I mean, had we kept tracking, that's about what I'd be at right now, yes. Um, we have three, We are very lucky because a lot of these, you know, they're, they're, they're things you got to keep doing over time. Oh, yeah. You have to be fully bought in. Right. And, you know, there'll maybe be like two games that fit a certain criteria a month. We have three such games this week, and there were a couple, a couple more borderline ones that I have in my bet slip. But the under 64. Hey, well, what, what constitutes a windy game? Aha. Well, for starters, you bet on the under. The average wind speed is between 13 and 50 miles per hour. 50. The game is played during the regular season. That's the standard for this. Okay. Under 64. So we're, we're going off of wind projections not wind projections but wind projections here harrison wind not win win yes first game central arkansas arkansas state under 64 boy this is going to be an unders week for what us. what day huh? is that is this all saturday that's uh yeah the the 10th I, i'm assuming that's okay, saturday all right under 62 and a half texas state troy under 44 i like this one because these are two really good defenses pit bc okay so here's how this is going to work yeah. I'm going to bet on all three of these. Of course. If all three of them hit, I will never not bet one of these ever again in my life. We need to check it basically every Wednesday. We need to come back to it. Two and one, we're definitely going back to the well next week. One and two, I'm out on it forever. Oh and three. We're bashing I'm, you publicly and you're dead to us <laughs> I'm calling the police. I like it. Earlier when I was looking at, and the wind projections must have changed in just the last few hours. I also saw Alabama at Ole Miss under 70 and a half. Oh, are you, did you go? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> are you going through every game and looking at the forecast now? <laughs> We're like, boy, Andre says he's busy, but I swear he took all of Wednesday to just chart the wind patterns. and 70 <laughs> tabs open up on his computer and it's all AccuWeather. You know, that's actually how I got my three science gen ed credits um, was a meteorology class I had to take as a summer class. Wow. And I, I didn't do any work. But in the final project, I went back and tracked the entire month of weather reports, made up what the clouds were that day. You know, I made up that it was a cumulus nimbus day and mm, would mix it classic, up from time to time and had, you know, the weather report and everything. And that got me an A. Boom. Nice. I went to my advisor, shout out. Uh, not going to say her name, 
because of what follows here, uh, and just said like, do I do I really have to take these science classes? Like, if I do that, I'm gonna be taking like 18 credits this semester, and I'm trying to graduate. I'm a senior, and she was just like, shh. And I was like, okay, cool, cool. <laughs> Oh, that works? Yeah, that works. Oh, my gosh. I did take 18 credits my senior year and made it work. Arkansas-Auburn under 48 was also on this. Again, the wind must have shifted. And South Carolina-Vandy under 41 and a half were also on this. So we will keep monitoring Hold the on. wind. So you are out of pocket here on some no, no. side wind? They were in this. It's since been modified, and those have been taken out. It's not windy enough. That's what I'm saying. I don't... I want... You I'm can't just go outside saying, of the parameters These are like a, a soft flirt that's out there <laughs> that we will keep monitoring. <laughs> all right, all right. We got to see if it's going to get gustier as the week goes on. Right, right. We're, right. we're rooting for you, Gust. We're rooting for you. Isn't that crazy how wind can affect? I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to a windy football game. Sure. First sure. of all, wind by far the worst element. Strong take. True, true though. Like true. You can't enjoy anything while it's windy. Yeah, I know it kind of sucks. Except for like sailing. No, when I'm sailing, Ryan, I like a nice, <laughs> not a not a windy sailing day. <laughs> not not that kind of guy. No. Oh man, yeah, I I hate wind. That's yeah, no fun. With a fiery passion. It's true. Uh, anyways, if wind ends up making me money, I might change that take. Could we have like ten unders between both the NFL and college slate and just rake it in? We could, or we could have a uh, Andre on the NHL draft type of night. It's happening, people. I think it's happening. Under week—that's what we're calling this. Under week. Ooh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Okay, great. Someone notify Hank. Hank. <laughs> it's under week. It's under week. All right. I think uh, that's all the trends I've got for you. All right. Well, you heard it. We got wonders. Yep. Yep. And uh, we got trends faves, that we're following. Faves in the MLB. Right, which is so boring. And I think the the margins with the haves and have not, I think we'll be hitting a lot of plus spreads this week. I want to look into these quarterbacks. I want to look okay. into these quarterbacks. We're going to go through those on our Friday show, and we're going to talk through the quarterbacks. All right, sounds good. Sounds Thanks, good. everyone, for tuning in, and uh, prepare yourselves for under week. Mm. Later. Thank you.